Hello, my name's Jess Wood, and welcome to Get Wood. Won't you join me in singing along with the theme song? Bam! And you say, God damn. This is a dope jam. I'm broad. I'm broad. I'm broader than Broadway. Yes, I'm broad. Said I'm broad. Said I'm broader than Broadway. And I'm diddling, 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 diddling myself. And it feels so good. Your sauce will mix with ours and we'll make a good goulash, baby. Oh, yeah. Who needs her oil changed? Because I'm wearing the fucking outfit today to change your oil. I just want to show you. But I'm also wearing a hat from Burkay. Ah, it's time for Get Wood with Just Wood. Listen, is anyone else thrown off a little bit by this Mercury retrograde? Or am I just the only fucking witchy hippie bitch, bitchy hippie jippy? Whoopa, whoa, whoa. Um, before I get started, let me do a couple of shout outs to my beautiful and amazing handmade tales. <laughs> the handmade gorgeousness that is that are the babes from Babel, Babel Studios. You can go and follow them. And also you can get 15% off of your order when you use the code GETWOOD15 on checkout. Brap, boop, boop. Um, also this hat, gorgeous with the lips and the hotness. That is from our pal May Wynn. She is also in the chat right now and you can follow her at m as in mary a e w y n okay thanks so much for joining me i am um, i'm really happy to be here today on this beautiful mercury retrograde eclipse season almost moon being you know what i can't help it with the witchiness sometimes i just can't it just is it's in my blood jesse don't don't be mean to your mother now that you're talking about how she raised you a witch she did. Thanks, Ma. Yeah, remindings. Uh, my mom raised... Uh, <laughs> what is the matter today? <clears throat> my mother raised me a vegan witch on welfare. So, you know, that's what went on uh, from my childhood. Hey, I want to say thank you to everyone who sent me uh, money last week. Oh, my goodness. The money is so helpful you don't even know. It's it's helped me pay a couple of bills. It's helped me get a couple of butted rolls, a uh, pack of cigarettes. You know what I'm talking about over here. So thank you guys so much and gals and thank you all humans. I appreciate you so much. And I want you to know that if you're in the New York City area, please come and see me. I am doing stand up on 420. That's right because it's a, another thing that's in my blood. Raised by stoner, vegan, witches on welfare. It's a, it's a major situation. That's a list of shit that you got to deal with and coming up and go, you know what? This is why I freak out a lot. Compassion for self. Um, a lot of shit in the news this week. I, I'm not going to talk about the, the really sad stuff, but I will say to you as my my friends, my lovers, my lovers who are not friends, my lovers who have been friends, I really hope that we all can take a step back and look at what the fuck this hypocritical system is feeding us and not get caught up in the Netflix love is blind reunion, but actually fight for what's needed to be fought for. You know, I mean, the fact that people come out so hard and so fucking fast for like a Netflix fuck up, but uh, anyway, 
So thanks for the money, folks. I love you so much. I really do. I appreciate you so much. Yes, I'm wearing my onesie, one piece. It hurts me, though. It does. It hurts me. It, I can't move my titties as much as usual. But, motherfucker, I get dressed for you, and I love you so much. And that's what's up. Uh, I would like to tell you also, if you're in the... Come and see me on 420 uh, at the old Popped NYC. That is a CBD place on Madison Street in the Lower East Side. So doors open at 730. Uh, I have the link in my stories. There's a flyer. Remember flyers? Oh my God. Remember corduroy shorts? The thing is, I just saw an ad for, hello, hello, getting sexier as the day continues. I, uh, I just saw an ad for retro corduroy shorts and yet they did not include, the photo did not include a camel toe. So I say, nay, this is not retro. You want to fucking take it to the real retro? That's what I'm saying to these kids out there that are all doing the 90s thing. Hey, bitch, if I don't see your fucking eyebrows on chola thinness, then you're not committing to the bit, you know? Commit to the bit, friends. If you're going to wear some retro shit, make sure your camel toe is out, and then we'll all go, hey, that's retro. OP. Remember OPs? I forget what we said they stood for. Somebody over there remembers. Someone in the chat, come on, Gen Xers, tell me what the OP stood for. It was something nasty, like open pussy or something like that. I didn't make it up. I mean, I just made that up, but I, okay. Hey, uh, thank you so much for your feedback on the at-home abortion kit from last week. I really, really appreciate it. It's something that has to happen. We have to make sure that, I mean, not the at-home abortion kit doesn't have to happen, but making sure that women have abortion available and, and, and safe. But they're not. They're taking it all away. They're taking away the pill. I mean, I can't believe they're trying to take away drag, and yet the mass shootings are just constant. Like, really? All the guns and none of the dress-up. Again, I know I've said it before, but that's a line that I'm going to keep in my fucking files. Hey, are you like me? And did you think that maybe you had an issue with anger? <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I think that I play well with others, but I'm going to be honest with you folks. I'm, I mean, I always am. It's nothing new that I'm going to tell you here. And maybe some of you will say, I know, Jessica, you have quite a fucking angry streak. And then some of you might say, Jess, what are you talking about? You're like a, such a lover. Why would you say you're such a fighter? I am not a fighter, but man, I get angry. And I don't know, does it, I'd love to blame my past, like my upbringing. And I think some of it is, it's legit to bring that up and to say like, when you're abused and abandoned and all that shit and you know, you're starving and you're a vegan and a witch and all those things when you're little and it's not trendy yet, P.S. It was not trendy to be a witch yet when my mother decided that I was a witch and a vegan, not trendy, nor did they have good food yet. And I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. If your mother or father tells you that carob is a treat, it's child abuse. I mean, I had way worse than just a carob treat, but I don't have to get into that right now. So anger as a whole, how do you work with others? How do you play? Do you play well with others? Because I've found that I have a real quick fuse and um, 
I really have to say I adore the folks that I'm working with on this play. I am in an off-Broadway play. I know, you guys, it's very exciting. Up Theater Company, very exciting. It's the name of the play. It's an original play with music and original songs. It's called The Best Punk Rock Band in Conway, Missouri. And it's playing at the Up Theater Company, Uptown and Inwood. I have the link in my stories. Oh, it's such a good time. And the folks are great, you know, actors, a director, writer, producers, like it's very exciting. Uh, but I have to say, <laughs> I have to say, I get really mad sometimes. And they all laugh, ah, ha, ha, Jess. And I go, why, why does that make you laugh? And they go, because we've really done a great job casting this play. Because she's a punk you know an ex-punk who's fucking angry at the choices she made it earlier in life and then things are coming up for her later in life and it gets her fucking pissed <laughs> so I'm like oh so you're saying i am very close to this character yeah i'll take it it's true but how about that i don't need to take out my anger on these lovely people that i work with this is a job and i I'm in this practice right now to calm myself down. I do. I meditate. I write. I exercise. Uh, smoothies are involved. And I'm still a mad woman. So I'm practicing this thing. And I'm really, it's making me feel so much better. Where I don't just yell out what I think. Like my opinion. My thoughts you know like okay we, nobody needs to hear that they didn't ask these are unsolicited thoughts from my you know trauma brain and they're like Gah! and i and i don't need to i can think it i can think it inside for myself i can think oh i don't really agree with that or oh that seems a little precious to me but i don't have to blurt out some sort of negative, angry shit on the people. They're trying their best to do what they do. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I realize I have this intense anger that just flies out of nowhere. And they're like, God, she's, I thought she was a nice lady, but God damn, she seems to get pissed on the daily. Cause I do have rehearsal almost every day with these fine, fine folks. And I'll say one thing, I have to do a big shout out to the state, our stage manager, our fearless leader, Crystal. She is amazing. She is patient with me. She is a delight. And when I left rehearsal the other day, I said to her, Crystal, do you think I could go to one rehearsal with y'all and not yell at everybody? And she goes, why? <laughs> so really, she's my hero and my, and my new friend supporting me constantly. So come see me sing a punk fucking song or two and get wild and do all kinds of monologues. I mean, these monologues, you guys, I'm learning like two minute monologues. Do you hear that siren? That's the madness in my head. Two minutes of talking. I mean, yes, you could, you could argue with me and say, but Jessica, you do 30 minutes of fucking talking here. The fuck is your problem? Two minutes seems like nothing. Well, it's not my writing. So I have to learn somebody else's writing and I'm so excited. I'm at my room, my beautiful room that I rent here out, way out, way, way, way out of in Brooklyn. Um, but I've got the lights low because I've gotten a lot of 
feedback. And I've also gotten feedback about me wearing black. So here I am. <laughs> you didn't think I cared about your feedback? I do. I do. The babes at Babel with the fucking earrings on point. The hat from May Win. I mean, I'm like, I'm. You wouldn't know that I only had like 60 cents to my name if you looked at me. You'd think, hey, look at that fucking hot, rich white lady. <laughs> you know, uh, I won't get into it. Let's talk about some shit, though, that I can relate to that's fucked up. Did you read this week that one of the R. Kelly um, little girls who were, you know, 16 years old, who he peed on and, and fucked... Uh, her mother was telling her, sit on his lap, entice him. Don't, you know, be a prude, be, you know. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Whenever I hear about people being like children being abused and children having a hard time with, you know, something happened to them that there's an abuser. Where are the moms or dads? Like, where the fuck? Like Pretty Baby with Brooke Shields. Her mom just dropped her off and was like, yeah, make her naked. I don't care. And the chick who was in the uh, uh, the hot tub with Polanski, Polanski remember he got outed from our U.S. was like, get the fuck out of here, Polanski. And her mom dropped her off in the hot tub and was like, later, you know, so uh, uh, I'm not saying that he is okay to pee on her and to be a thing, but there's a dual thing happening here that I don't think we want to pay any attention to. Remember when I was talking about the kids who were getting fondled and, and fucked by their teachers and their coaches and everybody like that well why the fuck are these young ladies and these and these men why do they want to fuck a young child like i think about it myself and oh boy i don't want to fuck a child but you know i like younger uh men and i have to say it, it's changing right now because why not because of the r kelly situation but because i'm acting in a play where there are people that are in this play that are also acting with me that are young enough to be my children. And when I tell you that looking at them, talking with them, relating to them, I'm like, why would I, they're children. Why do I do, why do I want to be with a guy who's a child? And then I have to look back at my own self and go, cause I don't want to be challenged. <laughs> you know, if I'm fucking some dude who lives with his mom, he's not going to ask me why I still rent a room at my age. You know, he's going to be like, cool, you got your own room and your roommates don't mind if you smoke in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Like my mom gets pissed if I smoke in the kitchen. You know, I don't know why I'm making him sound like my ex, but, um, so I, uh, I want to say before we come down on the abusers, let's go to the parentals and see what the hell they've done to keep their kids safe because there's not a lot of presence for the, the parents, you know, they're not being very present or they're thinking of the payout. I think a lot of them are thinking of the payoff, the payout, you know, and they're like, yeah, why don't you stay in this hot tub and either... You'll get a job on a movie or we can sue the shit out of this guy and we'll get paid. It's like all just a fucking hustle and a, oh God, let me pull my brazier up for a second. Brazier! <laughs> we have to, okay, you guys, I am, am uh, 
happy to say with all the anger, all the rehearsals, all the children, I'm still gaining a perspective that I have never had before. And that is, I have a stunted bit of personality. I don't know if all y'all can get with this, but I really feel like there's a few things that didn't happen. Uh, I didn't have a kid. I didn't get married. I don't, you know, I didn't do like the thing, the things that you're, I don't know, they tell you to do. So maybe you feel like you've matured, you know, I, uh, I keep it pretty childlike, you know, I keep it pretty childlike, but I realized that the maturity going back to the not blurting shit out at people, like, I don't, this is not my, it's not in my business. They didn't say, Hey Jess, what do you think? Yell it at the group. No one said that. So this idea of me maturing, I know you guys are watching the evolution of your friend here. She started off quite small as a, anyway, I, I know, oh, look at the babes from Babel are here. Go and follow them if you're not following them. And remember, you can get 15% off your order if you use GetWood15 at checkout. I love doing commercials. Can you tell? I'm going to book a commercial uh, when the play is over. So uh, b back to the play and being kind of inappropriate and lashing or just saying things that are so kind of shocking to people that they don't know what to do with them. Well, we are, we're all getting to know one another at the play because we're together for, you know, four to six hours a day, uh, five days a week. And so when... Um, we were chatting about our uh, upbringings or, you know, how did you see this thing now where they're showing photographs of people from the in from the 70s, the 60s and 70s who are 30 and 40 years old and they look really like old. And we were saying, like, I wonder if it's like they've done better jobs with the moisturizers in life or we're we know we have to drink more water or some shit. I don't know. Anyway, they all look pretty old. And when I was a little kid, and I'm sure some of you remember this, if anyone would turn 40 years old or over, you would bring black balloons. And it was like over the hill, you know, banners everywhere. And it was just like, it's over. And I remember even my mom turning 40 and her being like, oh, God, well. It's over for your mama, Jesse. Like, oh my God. It's over for you? So, you know, we lived in LA. She was an actress and I was 10 years old. She had me when she was 30. And I was 10 years old when she was 40. And she said to me, oh God, Jesse, it's over. It's absolutely curtains for your mother. And I'm like, curtains? Coitins, see? It's curtains. Oh, Ma, I wish you wouldn't think like that about your own self. You're such a beautiful girl, and you look so wonderful for your age. But she was just like done and down and done and over. So uh, I even said to my castmates when we were talking about that, about, you know, how old, maybe how old your mom was when she had you. And I said, well, my mom was 30 when she had me, but she'd been fucking raw till then. She didn't know she was pregnant. And oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> when I said to her, or when I said to them, she was fucking raw. She never got back. They all went, ah, like some of them covered their eyes, like as if I was doing like a jizz shot in their face. But really, that's the story. She was, she didn't ever use birth control, but I guess I could have put it like that, right? Well, she never used birth control and yet she got pregnant. Oh, Miss Josie, I can't see what you're writing because I 
keep the thing far enough away from me and I just can't see it. So you'll have to DM me about, I'm sure you're telling me about uh, talking shit about my mom because if you don't know, one of my friends here is a medium. I won't call her out, but she's a medium and I know that my mom gets really mad when I talk shit about her. But I also am giving her a lot of love because if it wasn't for my mom, I wouldn't know about the theater and I wouldn't understand how to be... Well, she didn't teach me how to play well with others, but I wouldn't understand how to actually have an artist's life. You know, I saw my people struggling through their lives, but they were struggling on the mental shit. They, my mom was an actor, but but she could have done so much more with it. She could have like really shot up to the top uh, because her mental she couldn't really get past some of the shit like she really wanted to bring her boyfriend a lot in on the jobs that she was doing and you you can't do that when codependency becomes a problem in life anyway <clears throat> so I really freaked out my poor castmates by saying that like she had me when she was 30 and she was fucking raw till then like ah and they go god you you seemed so nice when you started talking like oh well, my mom she didn't have me till she was 30 you're fucking raw like okay okay thank you very much okay uh you know what else was a little harsh for me this week folks <laughs> little harshness on your pal here well i took myself to the doctor because you know i'm a self-care maniac i really am this is it this is what we're doing this this right now this right here this is self-care for me and for you if you're getting to relax right now and watch the show if you're getting a couple of giggles and and you're watching if you're allowing yourself to do maybe some chores while you have me on and to keep you company all of those things are pointing to self-care and i congratulate you and say fuck yeah baby you're doing it you're killing it so I went to the doctor and I, uh, I do live in a Russian neighborhood and that means I do go to the Russian doctor. And I'll tell you, there was such a, an array of personalities over at the doctor's office. Uh, everyone was Russian. Everyone in the waiting room was Russian. And you know, again, complimentary wise, I, I think it's compliments when people are like, like they come right up to me and I, I always put my hand on my heart and I go, I'm so sorry sorry and they go mm, uh, it's okay like it's really not okay with them that I don't know Russian anyway I go to the doctor's office and they're a little behind so the first woman who talks to me is receptionist and she says oh Jessica I'm so sorry we are a little backed up because I had some people in the morning they came a little late and I'm just it makes me so stressed out to have you be waiting so long and I said, oh, my goodness, thank you so much. It's really nice of you to think and care about me so much. But I'm, you know, it's the doctor's office, so you don't want to go. Uh, I love you, Joe. So you don't got to go uh, and worry about me being here for too long. It's the doctor's. She goes, oh, Jesse, it's so, so nice of you. You're a really lovely lady. And I just hope we get you in very soon. So I, I was like, of course. So I'm... Of Everywhere I go, I'm practicing my lines because, like I said, I have minutes and minutes of monologues. So finally, it's time to go in. And I see the nurse practitioner who is like completely the opposite of the woman at the reception. And she's I like to call her Nurse Ratchet. But because she's Russian, I call her Nurse Rachinsky. Oh, nurse Rachinsky. She come in. She say, 
new patient? I go, yes. And, and like, I'm scared to tell her I'm a new patient. She goes, you want blood work? And I'm like, yeah. And then, you know how you're supposed to do like a fist thing? No, she didn't fucking have me do a fist or nothing. She just stabs me like I'm a junkie who's getting a fix in an alley. Yeah, she come over to just sit still. Yeah. And I mean, oh my God, fucking three vials later, I'm lightheaded. She pulls the thing out. It's bleeding profusely. I'm like, oh my God, I got to go to rehearsal after this. Will I be okay? Then I finally get in to see the doctor and the nurse Rechinsky, she whatever she does the thing. You want to go pee for me? Go pee for me. Like, oh my God, not urine. Go pee for me. And then I go pee in a cup, but I have to hold my pee and like walk around the office looking for Rechinsky now. Oh my, no, they didn't have a little shelf where you put it usually ay, ay, ay. so I finally get to see the doctor and the doctor's like oh Jesse and she's another nice lady Jesse we can't use any of your blood because you you had uh, food today I go well it's two o'clock in the afternoon I had a smoothie I had coffee no you have to come back and get more blood taken because you can't use any of that blood blood will be thrown away <laughs> I'm like where do you throw away the blood Anyway, I have to go back, but I have to wait for the bruising to fucking get off my arm. Have you ever done that? Have you ever done the thing? Anyway, so I can go to gynecologist. She goes, you want to go to gynecologist? They give you a guy in a uh, building. I go, guy? I don't want a guy. He doesn't understand. I'm sorry. However, you, I'm, I'm not apologizing for this. I need a lady gyno. She know. A lady, you have same parts. You understand? Don't fuck with me about the, this. Okay. So listen, I mature. So I'm maturing. And I thank you guys for, for helping me do such because you help me in this validation of my work with you here. All the the notes that you send me, the feedback that you send me, the money that you send me, all of that stuff makes me feel like I am doing the right thing. And also getting this play. I feel like how much more can the universe tell me, you are good, girl. Keep doing what you're doing. And it feels good, you know? When it feels good, you know you're doing the right thing. <sighs> all right, for my last, for my last couple of minutes here with you, I look through my notes and I see I have uh, one thing I want to talk about. So you know how I always talk to people on the train and I love it. I love talking to strangers and I realize that part of our happiness and part of our understanding one another is really allowing ourselves to be open and opening up to strangers and, and making sure that we are present enough to hear some of the magic that people have to give us. It's just random magic fucking flying at your face. <clears throat> that sounded sexual. My bra is not doing well today. Just to let you know. Look at how cute it is. It's pink. <laughs> All right. So this woman was on the train with me the other day and we started chatting. And I found out quickly that her son, I asked, her son is in a wheelchair. He's been in and out of the hospital his whole life. They once had to spend 15 months in the hospital with him. And I said to her, my God, that's a lot. Like your gratitude must be way high. And you probably have a very small group of friends that you keep, right? And she said to me, yeah, my gratitude is high, but I don't necessarily have a very small friend group. She said, I have 
a group that's pretty big, but I know what everyone is available to do. And I really thought there was something so special about that. And I said, what do you mean like the capacity of each person? Because there are some people that can give you certain things are their love language. And there are certain people that can give you other things are their language of love. And I realized what an amazing thing to remember. Instead of getting angry at a friend who can't do this thing that you need him to do, or thinking that every friend of yours is supposed to be there for you in the same way, I think it really gives everyone yourself and everyone else kind of a break to go, oh, you know what? I love them, but they're not really available for this. But these folk are. And you know what? They can do these things. It's really like a a nice way of giving yourself a break and giving yourself um, and giving everyone else a break. And and also she gave me a great line that I'm going to pass on to you all because it feels like it's really important for all of us to be able to say this. It's a boundary kind of thing, but it's humor is involved. So Again, this fucking lady had to deal with her son being in the hospital 15 months, which meant that she had to be there through every holiday, right? So she said one of the holidays happened to be Christmas, Christmas Eve, they were there. And the chaplain was walking around making, you know, Christmas stops at everyone's bedside. And he decided to complain about having to work on Christmas Eve to this lady whose child had been in the hospital for going on, you know, 13 months at that point. That the chaplain complained about having to work on Christmas Eve to a lady whose child. So she said to him, I said, oh my God, how horrifying. And from a man of the cloth, I mean, I know I don't really respect that kind of shit, but some people do. And she started laughing and she said, well, I looked at him and I said to him, I don't think I'm the right audience for this. And I have to tell you, I started laughing so hard and I said to her, I'm a comedian and I'm going to use that Uh, in real life. I think we can all use that. Like, I'm, I don't think I'm the audience for this. And then it kind of, it gives, again, giving everyone a break, having a little compassion for all of us. <sighs> it just seemed, it felt like, okay, I can navigate around right now a little bit better because I fucking meet angels on the train constantly. Remember last week? Singing, dancing? Yeah. This week, learning, philosophizing, prophetizing. No. It's not the right word at all. Anyway, hey, if you're in the New York area, I love you guys so much. Can I just tell you again how much I love you? Uh, If you're in the New York area, please come and see me do stand-up on uh, 420. That's Thursday night at... 1814 Madison, that's in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. It's at a CBD place called Popped. And it's going to be 420. It's going to be crazy going off. Also, if you're here in May, I really, really can't recommend enough coming to see me in this amazing and dynamic play where I get to sing punk rock, original punk rock songs, and do some major acting for your ass, for your ass only. Bibbing, the best punk rock band in Conway, Missouri at 
Up Theater Company. You can find Up Theater Company here on Instagram. And if you're feeling excited about being excited about me and you want to help a lady get a butted roll or a couple of, uh, you know, maybe a ride on the Cyclone roller coaster, please, won't you Venmo me at Jess-Wood-10 or you can cash at me at dollar sign get Jess Wood. I adore you so much. Listen, if you need anything to be spoken about or you like what I've spoken about, you can always send me a message on my little dims at get wood on Instagram or get wood on Facebook. I love you guys so much. Please take care of yourselves and take care of each other this week. It's been so bizarro world. My computer was not wanting to work this morning. I'm really glad that she did, but I don't know how much longer. I, I hate to put that out there, but she's having a tough time. So I'm going to figure it out. All the things, it's mercury retrograde, eclipse season, all that stuff. So just take it easy on yourselves. Take it slow. Give yourselves more time to get places. Give yourselves more time and space to deal with what may be coming up. And you know, Mercury retrograde, a lot of people are scared of it, but really it's about like renewal, revisiting, reformatting, reigniting the fire under your ass to get back and do what you want to do that you maybe left some projects open in the past. So you know what I always say, don't lick a pussy you don't love and don't suck a dick you don't love. Even like, I'm going to say like now because we're important people. We're, our energy is so important. Please don't get yourself uh, mixed up into some things that are going to take your energy and rob you of joy and, and beauty. Oh, speaking of joy and beauty, look at who just came into town. I'm about to go. I love you guys so much. Have a fantastic week and I will see you next Tuesday. And if you could, share the show. I would love it if you shared the show. And please don't forget to tag me. I get wood. Thanks. Love you guys. See you next time. Beep. Love you. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs>